The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! So, full disclosure, we recorded an hour's worth of content, and the computer decided it doesn't like us, and basically shit all over that last hour. Let's begin again again. Yeah, right? begin um, again again. We, we spoke... You guys don't know this, but we spoke extensively about some stuff. Um, we were fascinated by the fact that the Melania Trump tape recordings yes. were buried by the fact that those people got COVID, which and, and we, we okay. talked with dude. Uh, are True we going to get all of our mustard up again? Uh, my, mustard's, get it up. my mustard's always up. As you know, yeah, well, um, dude, blue chew, blue chew. Thank you, sponsor. My Thanks, mother. Blue Chew. Sponsor. Thanks, Blue Chew. Making podcasts rock hard for over 18 months. Uh, standard attention. Yeah, my, my back window is always getting rolled down. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? You, you got little, any gray poupon? Little, little Camerones in the wow. back door. That's a cavalcade uh, oh. references. In the culero. Um, culero. <laughs> No, but it, you guys did hear that, though, right? Well, the Melania Trump bullshit. It's oh, yeah. It's uh, hilarity. one of her former aides, one of the people that was, uh, I think she was like tasked with helping her set up the East Wing office and get kind of everything going in the early days of the Trump administration. And uh, what's her name? You know, fuck I, this. I don't know Carol. Name, but but hold on. Carol, what is the name of the lady who uh, recorded Melania Trump's tapes and is writing that book? Her name is Stephanie Winston Walcott, and her book's called Melania and Me. Is it really called Melania and Me? Yeah, it is. So it's grammatically wrong off the bat. Yeah. It's not Melania and I? (laughs) Actually, I think it is Melania and Me. It's Melania and Me. (laughs) So right off the bat, she's like, me no spell. Me no spell. (laughs) I was just thinking. It's a a tribute. Well, it's not Melania writing it. I understand. Melania's going to be pissed off about this if she makes it. Former AIDS, all I could think of was Magic Johnson. Former AIDS. Oh God! <laughs> topical, oh, topical. Uh, but yeah, Melania. How can you piss off Melania? She said so much fucking work done to her face that she just looks so searingly mad all the time. She's very severe. She's severe. Thank you. Severe, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's called resting fucked off face. Yeah, she is completely fucked off at all times. <laughs> resting mushroom face. Well, when dick you face. stare at her, you're like, <laughs> when you stare her in the face, you're like, you must be seven because I saw that bitch six from Battlestar Galactica. You are a fucking Cylon. You are the new Ooh. improved Ooh. Cylon. She's the fourteenth. Bobby just yeah. got hard. No, it moved. It oh, yeah, because there was 13 different variants. There were some 13, shit, right? yeah. 13 Cylons. 13 oh, Cylons. Some of which were, uh, you know, from Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, nerd hour. You know. Hey, fuck you. Battlestar Galactica <laughs> defies nerddom. That was just a, one of the best written shows of all time. It was fucking incredible. Yeah, it creeps me out because the American Me guy was in it. Um, it's Edward weird. James almost. He's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he's in it. And, you know, you get weird uh, montages of him shaving a lot. 
Really yeah, they do. He Which shaves is actually, a lot. like, I've always wondered, like, how does a guy with a face like that shave? Right? Well, because how much more damage can so you do? It looks like he got shot with bird shot on both sides of his face no, yesterday. No. And he just uses a dull buck knife. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> just hacks at it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We, we can go right from Melania to <laughs> Edward well, James speaking, Well, here, but there's something hot that minute. American me reminds me of something that, you know, Melania probably has to go through all the time. You remember that scene when Edward James almost comes back from prison and he's about to make sweet, sweet love to his wife and then all of a sudden the score changes really quick and he flips rate. her over and starts raping her in her butthole because that's all he knows anymore. I have a feeling something like that's happening in the White House. Well, American <laughs> me were the first words she exclaimed when she got her citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> American me! A fair friend named Jeffrey Epstein. Bring me in shipping container. Dude, that Epstein You've heard of Zircon? <laughs> you heard of Zircon? <laughs> hey, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Zircon has become like the Kleenex of it. We're going to call them Hercules storage containers because they're a client of mine. They're local. Hercules Ew. storage containers. They make Zircons. They, you can buy a rent. <laughs> Go to HerculesContainers.com. Ew, is Sean doing a fucking self-plug right now? Yeah, by the I'm way, we're not, not getting sponsored by them, dude. Thank so you. shut the fuck up. Right, bro. Right. Shit. Yeah. They, sorry, want, they want to talk to the show. Sorry. They can talk to the show. Yeah. Sorry, Evan. I'm sorry, bro. Why did you why did you point to your dick when he said that? I, 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 that was I, weird. All I do know is that Sean gave me a sweatshirt one time. <laughs> From fucking Hercules Storage. Oh, I did give you, you gave that me a Hercules hoodie. Storage Containers hoodie. Yeah. yeah. And it was one of those just crusty, stiff, <laughs> puffed out at the waist. Come rags, dude. Horrible sweatshirt. It's a, I gotta get, it's a, I'm up at five for my construction job kind of sweatshirt. Oh my God, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, we produced this in Guam because we couldn't afford China. <laughs> <laughs> they call that a Goodwiller. I love you. It was a Goodwiller, to, dude. To my good friends, they're not just clients, to my good friends, Evan and Denise. I oh apologize. Stop <laughs> we it. Love them. They're Shameless friends of the podcast. Of the podcast. Um, but those tapes were fucking something else. They were it crazy. was an insight into what a rich housewife thinks with fucking Christmas and making I'm decoration. I'm supposed to be doing the Christmas decoration. They want moose and squirrel. I get in moose and squirrel. <laughs> exactly. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't help yourself moose and on squirrel. that one. No. It, was, um, uh, it was. It was entitlement with subtitles. Uh, privilege with subtitles. It was yeah. really hard to fucking watch. Yeah. Um, it's incredibly difficult to understand that people literally think that way. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I mean, these kids don't even know how good they have it. She was exasperated. She she was at her wits and not understanding why people. They get PlayStation 4 when they hear an American prison camp. But over there in Mexico, they sleep on straw, sell churro in street. (laughs) They have to play Xbox like savage. savage. (laughs) You savages with your sacrifice you've made for Halo. Fuck Halo. They play Genesis like savage. Uh, dude, it's fucking hey, it, Yeah, Do not disparage Sonic and Knuckles. You can plug every other game into the other Knuckles it's, game. Uh, it's the only thing that makes hockey bearable with Sega all, Genesis. All Sega consoles. Dude, I got mad the other times. You think I ran out of steam? I will still just fucking reach over there and Jaw strangle jack. the life out of you. All dude. Sega consoles were the best consoles. Yes, sir. Well, except Amen. for Dreamcast. <laughs> the Dreamcast was fucking incredible. Dreamcast it had the greatest NFL weird. game to date no, ever. No, no. Still. Dreamcast it had great weird, games. Though. Dreamcast had the worst system. designed controller of any system Amen. ever. It was loud too. And they didn't and they had a <laughs> shitty they had shitty IP to work with. They didn't they didn't they had a shitload of stuff they couldn't get for licensing and so that if you loved Crazy Taxi, which I did, <laughs> Dreamcast yeah. was fantastic. 
Yeah. Um, NFL 2K2 yeah. was still, really, to really, date, probably the best. The best football game that's ever been fucking I believe made. they licensed it as Intellivision Plus. Fuck you, Intellivision. <laughs> but Jesus that, Christ. Now, <laughs> From a hardware standpoint, that thing was loud, dude. <laughs> it just whirred and buzzing and buzzing. And fu- <laughs> yeah, my ex-wife was just like, "What the fuck is going on with that thing?" Um, we got to introduce ourselves. Are we first. the riskiest of wheels? Whiskey, or the whiskiest real. of reels. The whiskey real. I mean, wow, real. It's my a chicken. Podcast, so I always thought it was the whiskey real, but you guys can do whatever egg. you want. Chicken egg, <laughs> chicken egg. The riskiest of wheels only came about because of your slurriness. Yeah, that's the true. real. To guys, real. Welcome back to Risky Wheel. I hate my wife. How about you? That was the early yep. days of the whiskey. That, was real. that sounds exactly on brand. Uh, to my right is uh, one of the best people you will ever meet in your life. True. Um, said nobody. Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises, my friend, your friend, and if you don't know him, you will, Mr. Noise. I, I mean, I feel a little insulted. <laughs> just a little. Just a tiny <laughs> It's kind of, this is what we do, Bobby. Lots of people say that I'm delightful. All right. Yes. <laughs> now, Bobby, do your best to destroy one of your friend's confidence like he just did. Yeah. Um, that's what we do. Yeah. First of all, I want to say this. This, this young man, <laughs> what? for that? the last decade, has meant more to me than most people. Um, wow, I've, I've drifted away from my family. I've drifted away from people in my life that I thought I cared about and loved. Um, I've alienated a lot of people. I've destroyed a lot of relationships and burned a lot of bridges. One thing I haven't managed to do is get this fucking idiot out of my life. <laughs> You've tried. I've tried. You I've, try hard enough. Um, we've threatened to meet each other at public locations. Oh, but you know what? You can tell how good of friends we were because we always, always, even though we were angry, would agree to meet halfway. Oh, we would meet. <laughs> I will meet you at the corner of, of like, what's halfway between? I don't want it to be an inconvenience, but I'll meet you there and I'll rock you in the fucking orbital bone. You know what? Fuck it. I'm on my way to Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, I'm already halfway there, bro. I'm already halfway there. You can meet me at Meet me at 92.9. Um, so we We've had a few of those conversations. Just and a few. Someday I'm going to finally shed this weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've always thought I had to lose 260 pounds. So <laughs> you could do that. And all it takes is one bullet. I know. We talked about that last week. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, this is Mr. Sean Moriarty. That was the longest intro ever. One of my brothers in arms, the Chudster, my Chuddy buddy. Yes. Chuddy buddy. The mayor of the SSS. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'm tired of fucking go through all of them. It's, <laughs> it's, it's become so, so stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. yeah. And Aaron. And Aaron. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Fair enough. Whiskey time. Um, let's go through this again. Um, even though this is this is like a this is like a super meta thing. It's a retread of a retread because very meta. not only have we done this whiskey before, but we <laughs> are also doing this again. Uh, we brought Branch and Barrel, which is a Colorado whiskey I picked up from Star Liquors, who our friend Severin locally. Severin Spino. Disco, 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 sexy shirt. You want to come to my van? Very good deal on both speakers. <laughs> Let's talk about this whiskey. Can you pour me more? Because I don't remember yeah. what it tastes like. Yeah. We have, we're tasting this, this is for the a first Branch time. and Barrel, right? Branch and Barrel, yes. It's a Mr. Colorado Moriarty. whiskey company. Um, let's have Carol give us a little rundown of what it is. It has a vino lock. Carol, yep. could you please read us that rundown of Branch and Barrel Colorado oh. whiskey? Of course, dear. Coming up. So pleasant when she's hammered. You think she's been drinking today? Yeah, dude. Alright boys, so Branch and Barrel, this is actually called their flagship bourbon. Our signature flagship bourbon was created to awaken the senses. 
giving you a taste of pure bliss using Colorado's finest ingredients, natural spring water and prairie corn. We are proud to share this piece of heaven on earth. Did they they called it heaven on earth? They called it heaven they on earth. They called it heaven on earth. It's a little super sussed. Super super sussed. I mean, and it's, I wouldn't say it's a little slice of heaven, but it's a it's a slice of I don't know uh, uh, Zurich. It's a really nice place okay. to visit. I hear like. <laughs> I mean, for me, this is a, it's an American whiskey, first of all. I don't think they, uh, it, they said it's flagship bourbon is the name fine. of it on uh, their it website. Say, I mean, you would think you would put bourbon on the label. I would, it, it, dude, you don't need whatever. to, you don't need to, to, to see it no. on the label. You taste it. This you taste the aging barrel for yes. a minute. This is a nice whiskey. It's dense. Uh, from a flavor profile thing. Mm. Um, it tones out. It gets a little brighter um, as you drink it. I think it. It's corn on the front, I think. Like, it's a little sweet front mm-hmm. end to it. Um, Party in the back? Tones out a little bit. Yeah, like, I think it's got a lot of peppercorn on the back end yeah. of it. You it's can taste some, some like, yeah. some some black pepper and peppercorn that... That's usually you get from rye. That, yeah, exactly. So It I mean, drinks like a bourbon. I mean, it, it, I'm, this isn't disparaging, but it's no. a good bourbon. It's a good that's bourbon. what it tastes like. It's nothing that's going to change your life. If you didn't like bourbon before, you're not going to like it now. If you enjoy bourbon, you'll probably enjoy this. Yep. It's pretty simple, right? Can I get um, one of those ice cubes yeah, that you, you fucking can. shoved your gorilla hand into like 16 times? Yeah, while I stared deep into your soul. Yeah. You'd like that. I like uh, it when you look right into the me. The branch of barrel, you get a lot of barrel. I mean, it's, it's, it's vanilla, it's caramel, it's all the bourbon hits, red apple, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. stone fruit, blah, blah, blah. But the, it's got a really nice lift on the backside. Yeah. Um, during the first iteration of the podcast that we lost, <laughs> we <laughs> Sean talked about how you'd make an old fashioned out of it. I could see you getting away with certain drinks mixing this, but uh, overall, I would probably say drink it on the rocks or straight. That would be the best way for the expression of the booze to come through. Right. It's 88 proof. That little bit of extra oomph just a touch. helps brighten it and bring it out of its kind of viscosity and kind of like the quagmire of being bourbon where it just rounds out and it's just barrel, mm. barrel, barrel. It's good though, man. And you paid what for this? You got on discount, yeah? I did. It was Let 44 me... and then you bought it for 36. Yeah, it was 44.95. I got it for 36. At, at, for, at 45, too expensive. At 36, absolutely doable. I don't uh, yep. know why that matters because we spend money on dumb shit. Why would that would matter? I don't know. But I love when they discount shit at Star because mm-hmm. it's just shit that they're not moving. And your fucking loss is my game. And honestly, they move. Sometimes they move that shit for people like us. They move it so they can get something new it's in so people real can try estate. new stuff. It's real it's estate. It's real estate in a liquor store. Yeah. Every square inch is money. So if something isn't moving, you dump it to get something that will. You take this, the quick mm-hmm. loss to get something that's going to move. And I want to take this time, actually, but speaking of pricing on whiskey, um, a little while back, one of our avid listeners, Andrew uh, Foz, we all know Foz. He was, used to be a local rep. Now he moved out of the area. Well, but, Fozzie Bear? Yeah, Foz. Bear sent us an article, a great article from a guy named Fred Minnick, and it was basically this guy went through a store and he bought a shopping cart full of $16 to $25 whiskeys and then ranked them and talked about them. So there's a lot of great shit on there. We just posted it on our Facebook today. Yeah. So if you go to our Facebook page, you can see the article. It's really cool. He has a, a YouTube version of it, too. If you'd rather watch it as a video, you can do that. And it's just cool to see how there is some great stuff you can get out there for between $16 and $25 that it holds up in, in, in a lot of the cases is actually 
actually a better selection than something that's 35 to 45 to 55 dollars absolutely check that out on our facebook page go through that article and get you some of that stuff like there's one a couple on here i'd never heard of they talked about ones we've done like larceny and old bardstown but there's shit on here i've never had like big ass bourbon penny packer that's a great list there are definitely no clunkers there Mm -hmm. this is not a clunker nope this is very decent bourbon. And again, we get caught in the in the pigeonhole of what are you willing to pay for value? There's so much good bourbon. You don't even need to leave the state anymore for Mm-mm. good. You can never drink out of Colorado and you'd be fine. We yes. have plenty With beer of and bourbon and gin and vodka. Yep. You don't need to leave the state. Uh, but that <laughs> the wine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's pretend you didn't say that because there's no good wine out of this state. Sorry, but that's, no, that's what true. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm. There's know, one local vineyard that makes <laughs> that Sinzao that I kind of like, but. I like their expression of their Sinzao. Sinzao is a weird one. It's like Beaujolais, where people don't understand it. It's a very misunderstood varietal, yeah. and they do a great job of it. And but I've outgrown them as people. But. Of course. But I like but, that one. Okay. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why, Bobby. Um, but, what I, but, but why I – like there they may be the exception to the rule. They do do good wine, but at their price, they, they go for it. And we all know who we're talking about. You can fucking eat a dick. Oh, you can um, eat a dick. I can buy, I can buy world-class wine for the same price. Booze um, is good. Yeah, uh, booze is fine. It's we like good. this one. At 36, it's a buy. At 44, I think there's some other stuff you might want to pick up first. Yep. Although, if you're an avid bourbon fan, which I know all of you are, you will enjoy this. It's hyper-sippable. How's that? But yeah. it's no. not not going to change your life. You're not going to make any new fans off this uh, but you'll you, bourbon people will not be mad at this. I yep. promise. I promise. Agreed. Very nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so let's talk about Fatty Got the Rona. Fatty Got the Rona. It's, it, wow. Yeah, dude. I know. Good, I know. Great segue. Uh, but <laughs> no, is that an I, after school special? Fa- what Fatty Got the Rona? <laughs> fatty Got the Rona. <laughs> oh, did Fatty Get Fatty the Got the Rona? Um, dude, yeah, exactly. Turned into a very oh. special episode. And by very the way, episode. presented by Dotson. Did he? Did he get the Rona? Like, are you saying Does Fatty Diddy? have the Rona? Okay. I And Walnuts and I talked about this. He was very, Walnuts, by the way, very Boston and very adamant about everything. How, and oh, he, he's a fucking he, nightmare. He's a nightmare. So, uh, and I told you, I warned you. So, <laughs> it, so he is of the opinion that this is a hoax, that he got so torched from the last debate that his advisors basically went to him and said, you got to bow out. Say you got the Rona. People have sympathy for you. So he now, gets, so it's a double thing. He had sympathy and he doesn't have to go and up And he again. doesn't have, okay. okay. This is where I disagree with that, and there's a real big reason why I disagree with that, and it is because this man is a proven narcissist. He has never taken an opportunity to not be in the limelight. For him to admit that he lost, which he still hasn't done, he still says he, I mean, I genuinely think he thinks everything's great. I, I know people go, no, really, he's smart. It's a role he's playing. Oh. I'm past that. I think he's about as smart as we think he is. And I'm just thinking that he's too narcissistic to avoid to say, I'm going to step out of the limelight for two weeks, four weeks before the election. That makes no sense. No. This isn't a campaign strategy because no. it would be a horrible one. I think this hurts him. He lost the last debate. The polls suggest he lost the. You don't need to listen to me. Go look at the fucking numbers. Every poll that's ever been done, whether you believe it's fake or real, okay, go to the real one. What does that say? It still says he sucked. 
dude, there's this is not a campaign strategy. I, he shit the bed. I, you know, sorry. No, no, you're fine. Um, I mean, I would argue that a little bit. I think this is, let's say cynically and hypothetically, this was something they're making up, right? Okay, okay. let's go with that. Um, I'm not saying they're doing that. Were you to do that, though, what does it do? Well, it it shoves a tampon into the fucking <laughs> bleeding fucking vagina that was that debate. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It, That's it, very well put. That it, wasn't watching a bleeding vagina. Stops the fucking bleeding for a second, right? And, that, and then you buy yourself as much time as you need to handcuff the Democratic Party from campaigning against you. Because now anything that you fucking say, if you're a Democrat— is going to be construed as, oh, you're attacking a man that has uh, fucking COVID-19. He could literally be on his deathbed. He could fucking, you know hopefully. what I mean? <laughs> so what you're doing is you're buying yourself a couple of weeks of clock time. You don't have the clock time to buy. I know. That's my argument. The like, thing is, is he, this is, they're in full hemorrhage mode. I, I understand that. But the, the, like, when, have you a, known, when have you known the Republican Party to be nuanced in their uh, campaign approach? Never. <laughs> what is they having about this? Dude, th- that's what I'm saying, though. I don't think they're getting so cute that they're trying to sex up and use COVID to their advantage. I don't think that's not the way those – that would be a Democratic thing to do. Yeah. It wouldn't be a Republican thing Plus, to do. Plus, it's such an it's such a huge – I mean, it, just – You know the, what I'm saying. What though, this means, yeah. considering his position on masks and how – how he has been just like laughing in the face of all of these restrictions and having these rallies and having contact with people all the time, especially people in his cabinet that are all in a very vulnerable age group. There's no way that they would do this on purpose because it shows how fucking wrong he was for so long. It's cavalier. His absolute cavalier attitude to this entire thing from Jump Street. He's had a cavalier attitude for a hundred years. Since he's been alive, that man has known nothing but I just I trip backwards and fall into victory. That's how he does it. He doesn't know how to lose because he's never had to lose because he's had daddy. And then after daddy, it was this. And then he skirted around. Apparently, before The Apprentice happened and Zucker put him on a fucking TV show, mm-hmm. he was ready to lose his life. He yeah. was broke. The, the Apprentice brought him into the public eye again after he had been a failed businessman. His taxes proved the same because I don't even care about the fact that he didn't pay taxes or he only paid seven fifty a year. That's not the point of what's funny. What's funny is for him to not pay taxes means he had to claim as much loss as gain. So what he's saying to the IRS is, hey guys, I know I spent 47 million this year, but I also lost 48. Yeah. So what's what are you more comfortable with? The fact that he's a, t- a tax dodger or the fact that he's a shitty businessman? He's a fraud. Because one or the other Always is true. I, I mean, I think it, it almost goes back to like relationships. Like what you should be most upset about is that he's the guy that's willing to lie to your fucking face. Yeah. Amen, brother. And he'll if the more you love him, the more he will lie right to your fucking face mm-hmm. and fucking just ask you to fucking deal with it. Look at Melania. He's me. <laughs> He's me. He's me in a lot of ways. That fucking, (laughs) oh my God. That (laughs) broken victim of human trafficking that she is. (laughs) You know, and she gets what she gets. The only people in this that didn't make a decision, aside from the American people who (laughs) kind of made a decision, but kind of didn't vote for him. Three million million more people. By the way, there is a a measure on every state's ballot to allow popular vote. I would seriously consider doing that Mm -hmm. if you have any votes. 
bone in your body that wants to win. It's very interesting how that's being structured. Since, I, I since the fight against the electoral colleges would be a long and a really hard one because amending the Constitution is a very this some circumventing. Every, yeah, this is a, basically a way to circumvent it, saying that these a bunch of larger states are basically saying they want to have their own local law yes. in the state that would allow for. Whoever wins the popular vote would change their entire electoral college yes. group of electoral college votes to whoever won the popular vote, even if they had picked somebody else beforehand. You mean fairness? Yeah, fairness. Cool. Let the fucking people cool. decide instead of a system that was a system that was invented to try to stop that they claim was to right. try to stop something like what happened in 2016 from happening actually created it. In my mind, as my daughter, she's 10 years old, and if you asked her how many votes would it take to win? And she would say the person who won the most votes should win. Yeah. It's This is childlike common sense. And I understand why the Electoral College was there. I would just say this, um, this, this uh, bill that they're trying to put past is going to basically say in the future, if this becomes a thing, we are open to it. Yep. That's all this says. <sighs> yep. And and I'm I'm sorry, but I think the popular vote should win. Mm-hmm. I think California should have much more sway than North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I this these are just make sense stuff. I, the, the the concept though is exactly what you're saying. The flip side is like we don't want elections to be decided by. New York, California, King County, fucking, you know what I mean? Like, is it the like state's fault that people fifteen live? different metropolitan level. areas? It's a federal that level just though. decide the entire election. Yeah, sorry, I I, I'm not saying right or wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the concept behind no, I, I the concept. To, and I understand that in theory. However, the populace lives in where it lives. Mm-hmm. Why do they count? It's almost like you're being fucking punished. No, you are. For you're living in for high the, density yeah. areas, yeah. and those areas are also the most diverse areas. So you are and getting a much more Accurate, um, an accurate view of what all of America, not just white America, wants. And by the way, not only highly diverse, but highly what? Left. Black, <laughs> Mexican, yes. Latino. Yeah, it turns out when you get into a city and you're actually around all it's, of these it's people, a, it's a, it's all a, of the fear goes away because all the bullshit you believe because you never saw a black you. person in your life is all garbage that your retarded fucking uncle or grandfather, father, brother, I don't know, you rednecks disgust me. It's, I don't care about your family. <laughs> like, uh, whatever whatever your ideology is and wherever you got it, it's horseshit. And if you actually <laughs> visited a uh, metro area more and were around the people that you're so afraid of, Amen. you realize that it's all bullshit. Yeah, dude. It's you completely should. fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, dude, have sex with a black. Go crazy. <laughs> Aaron, you know what I mean? see? That's a, that's a bona fide <laughs> testimonial from a guy who's been there. Bona fides. <laughs> He's got his bona no, fides. But, but, Is that dude, the name of the episode this hey, week? Bona fides. Have sex with a black. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's hilarity the fact that they say all these riots are happening. All these democratic cities are having riots. It's like, do you... Are, <laughs> What is hard to explain that the biggest cities in America are all fucking left-leaning? I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying when you live in a concentrated populace, if you don't get along, if I didn't learn how to like brown and black people as a young man, I would have had this shit beat out of me every single day. It was through attrition. You just got along. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of the black kids that went to school didn't like me, and, and that's fine. But you know what they did? We all got along. We all, because we had well, to, yeah. and it, there's these things that get ingrained, this muscle memory, this these neuro things that happen in your brain, when after a while, and you're shoulder to shoulder with somebody where you go, you know what, you're not so bad, and they go, you know what, you're not, you're not what my dad said, 
and you yeah. fucking get along, dude. Yeah, and that's yeah. why we lean left in big cities, and they always call them Democrat cities. What city over a million fucking people isn't a Democrat city? They They're don't all- exist. They don't why? exist. Why? Why don't we analyze I tr- I that? I try to be open to the concept when someone's like, oh, man, no one gives a fuck what's going on in Missouri. And I'm like, you're right. No one fucking Nobody cares, cares what's about going you. on in Missouri. Yeah, thank except you. Except for you and those 90 other thousand no. fucking people. You're no, right. Dude. And the no thing is, is, is when you give those. So take care of Missouri. You yeah. give those fuck people. That state, number one. You give those people that live out in the middle of nowhere more power <laughs> to decide what happens to this nation on a local level. Just because your tiny little bum fuck town in the middle of Missouri really hates fucking abortion doesn't mean that somebody in New York City all of a sudden can't get fucking birth control because guess what? Abortions isn't all Planned Parenthood does. You've had four people tell you this shit because that's all that live in your fucking bumfuck town nobody cares about. Sean. So you, you, how would a federal thing affect you? Federal shit affects them way less than it affects. So why should their decision affect a federal election is what I'm saying. Planned Parenthood obviously eats babies. We all know that, right? They cook them real nice Collectively, they eat babies. They braise them we nicely. Know this. It's been proven. They serve um, them with a nice— I think Alex Jones had a yeah. whole eight they, hours on it. They put them in fucking cold trucks. Mm-hmm. They Thank ship you. them out to Hillary Clinton's pizza parlors. Oh, yes. They yes. make baby pies. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Some tap there. <laughs> and then what do they do? They fuck the baby pies. And then they fuck those baby pies. They fuck baby pies. <laughs> fucking baby pies. Fucking fucking baby pies. Uh, Have you fucked a baby pie? Yes, I fucked a baby pie. Okay. <laughs> no, but dude, you no, know, it's also fucking crazy. I ju- like I didn't realize today. I, w- I went into work, did some stuff, and I look out, and I'm like, did another NFL game get fucking postponed? Like, mm-hmm. I are you? I so now we've got now we've got. Now we've got Cam Newton. Cam. Cam. Who, by the way, is uh, when Cam Newton and Donald Trump both got Rona this close together, couldn't have made my wife happier. There are no two people she hates more in this world than Donald Trump and Cam Newton. Oh, I thought you were, were going to say they've never been in the room at the same time, so they might be the same person. That's <laughs> what I thought you were going They both have with awkward that. orange hair. I thought you were going with that. <laughs> No, but it's, dude, we talked about this. Bobby, you said you weren't sure the uh, season was going to finish. I said I'm surprised it even started. This is might be a thing, man. This might. So are we going to asterisk the season hmm. because— Teams are not wow. going to be able to play. Like, how's this going to work? Who, going and who's in charge of the asterisks? Like, like who is in well, charge? Uh, of, society. We all decide. Uh, nah, well, no, because if you look at record, okay, let's use. Sorry, baseball as an example. When they changed the length of the season in the '60s, and Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris were chasing Babe Ruth's single season home run record, and they extended the season, they had to. They decided to put an asterisk on it because he did it in less games. He hit 61 home runs in one season in way less games. So. Would they? Who's in charge of it? If if the NFL's in charge of doing it, I don't think they do it. I just tuned out because he was talking about baseball. I. Uh, <laughs> you ever heard of Rod Carew? <laughs> Cleveland Brown, <laughs> the Cleveland Brown star, tight end. star safety. Oh, <laughs> sorry, tight end. I'm yeah. sorry. Los Angeles Ram Hall of things. Famer. <laughs> Rod Carew. The, well, no, and which was controversial because um, he only he played his last two seasons in, but well, he decided to retire exactly. a Ram. It was fucked exactly. up. And he deserved to be in Cleveland. He, and we don't need to talk about this. This would be a whole podcast. It Phoenix would be a whole Coyote, podcast. Coyote, great. Rod it was Carew. weird that he finished up as a long snapper. <laughs> he was like the wow. <laughs> he was only one forty. I know. Which really See, was weird. That's the white that, that that you just explained the white Bo Jackson if he had played two sports, but it was football and hockey instead of baseball. Bro Jackson. Bro Jackson. You know what's funny? He had a <laughs> 
he had a great swing. He could hit the cutoff guy, and it just never helped him in the NFL. But it just never <laughs> helped him. Um, Are you guys gonna let me live this shit out? No, it's almost like never. he played the wrong sport. Yeah, it's at weird. some point. It's weird. And what do you, but, but what do you? <laughs> Moron brain. It's Adam Sandler's fault. He just <laughs> said a sports <laughs> name. I didn't recognize it. I, I thought he football. said a sports name. <laughs> yeah, a sports name. Uh, uh, no, honestly, what do you think? Like, is this going to? Do, do you think this is going to be a litmus test for other businesses? How they're going to react? I'm very interested mm, to see no. how. Well, they're in and of themselves their own dimension they of are. business is the NFL. But I'm just curious. Does this okay? What what happens if the Titans have uh, a dozen guys fucking yeah. sit out for three weeks? Doesn't that skew the fucking odds? Doesn't it shift the narrative a little bit when you've so got maybe teams the asterisk out? Is up in the air right now. It's, I don't, I don't if, know. It, depending on how shit goes, if Dude, it gets that bad, I guarantee we're three then, games into the season. We've already well, had two fucking canceled games. Yep. Two, so, and well, that just happened this week. Officially, we have one canceled game. No, postponed is the postponed. second one. Yeah, but it's but it said Monday or um, Tuesday. Right. They don't even so, know. Like it makes a difference when it comes to like quarantining and like the virus and shit. That's what I'm saying. An extra day doesn't mean shit. Well, they get to test. I mean, there's a lot of Literally. shit though that comes into it because like one, you've got to shut down the whole facility. Right. So Ain't it's not like it. okay. So like Tennessee right now has 16 confirmed cases in their facilities. Right. Um, they've tested everyone multiple, multiple, multiple times. This is probably a pretty good number. For what we're dealing with, for sure. sixteen for okay. sure. Okay. So, but the problem is, is now that team can't go to the facility and practice. I mean, they have to shut everything down. That's part of the right. parameters they agreed upon. Mm-hmm. So they got to shut everything down. Um, is it even competitively fair at any point? Like, like they wanted to maybe move this to a Tuesday night game. Right. So Pittsburgh gets to come to town on Tuesday yeah. and just foot smoke the fucking Titans. Yeah. Right. So, and then have to play that Sunday, too. And then play next so, Sunday. So this is what I'm saying. This is not as easy as just play on Tuesday. Mm. Their this schedule is very methodically, right? It, doesn't it? I, I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy the life of the guy whose job it is or the guys or the girls or the whole team that puts together the, that, that figures out the seasons, that figures out how this all works. Right. It's I'm sure they use computers and such, but uh, still pretty fucking complicated and really, really like. I think it's a drunk retard because there makes no fucking sense. I just think there's a really simple well, answer. With the, really? You're going to say that and you have the easiest schedule in the entire Entire NFL after now, or wait? Do you have the hardest Are schedule? You, does he even has? Does he even know what he's saying? Wait, right no, now? I, it's, it's either the easiest or the hardest. I can't remember. Look at it. Okay, so you have the hardest schedule. <laughs> That's what yeah, I meant. One of them, and have for ten years. Right, I don't so, think Goodell likes the Saints. I'm just going to put that. You out there. yes, you posited <laughs> that because you're a gonna, small market team, a small market niche team that does so well help him for and us gets to so do much. well. Yeah, and meanwhile, the Jets have all the money, and they're the worst thing anybody's ever seen. Every but year. you will see the Jets televised every week, don't yes, you? you will. You will see the Giants televised every they're, week, and there that goes to our electoral college shit. Why? Because more people give a shit. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's all about Um, markets. It's all about markets, brother. Hey, Um, and marketing. So this episode is brought to you by Animus Marketing. Animus Marketing. Websites, (laughs) videos, social media. Oh, my God. Bobby's dick. We have all these things at Animus Marketing. In a jar. (laughs) In a jar. (laughs) Full of formaldehyde on my fridge. My dick is in a jar? At my house. In a jar. You got your dick in a jar. Honestly, that answers so many questions. Dick in a jar. (laughs) So what is this thing? What have I been using? (laughs) I'm a monster! Okay, go on. (laughs) 
It's just a foot. Wow. <laughs> this is this is starting to feel like one of the second halves of yeah, a exactly. old school podcast. Amen. The Amen. Way, the, that's um, where we're drifting. No, but um, I, I'm, it's very. I, we're big NFL guys. We all like the NFL. I know you do too. That are listening. Don't pretend that you don't. I, aside from Broncos fans, let's pretend that we actually <sighs> like the NFL. And and I'll tell you, I don't man, have a problem with the NFL, Aaron. I have a problem with the way John Elway is running my team. <laughs> Dude, I would too, brother. I'd be I'd be fighting for that guy to be fired ASAP. Anyway, um, it's just interesting to watch a business that that that's that big has that much money. You know, they've thrown all the monies at it. You yeah, know, they have they all have. the monies thrown at their prevention, mm-hmm. and they still got it. The president still got it. Mm-hmm. Like, yo. Are we done fucking around with this whole Pretendica fucking bullshit <laughs> hoaxy pokesy? Are here, we done? Here at Pretendica, we are going to put the wool over our eyes. You this know is what I'm fair saying? trade Dude, are we, wool are from we, Vermont. Are we done pretending like this shit is like not here? We live in a bubble, so it's easy for us to pretend. All I know is now it's real. I saw the president, so that means that Sandy ain't going to spit in my mouth before she blows well, me and down. Now you the have people, and now it's a hoax. It's not even real. He doesn't have it. It's a hoax. It's going to be this. And it's that's a, the problem. It's that's just like, the environment. Fuck. And then if he, be, he's if, created. if he beats it, then it becomes, see, it's just a flu. It doesn't matter. It's just a cough. Either way, they're going to spin this to mean something that will benefit them politically. And they will every time. The, the Republicans are not stupid, dude. A lot of their voters are stupid. <laughs> a lot of their voters yeah, in rural yeah. areas that have very little education are stupid, but they've never been stupid. No party that has had like so fewer votes than their um, opponent, but somehow been in office eight of the last or 12 of the last 20 years, they're smart. Well, sure. Yeah, any 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 fucking organization that has lost in an election and still put two guys in office. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Well, that's a master class. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta shit. be really smart to argue hanging Chad in a courtroom and win. Amen. Is what I'm saying. Well, what you gotta, some what dumb you, shit. What you gotta <laughs> do is have your fucking brother as a governor. Ah, that's Jeb. what you gotta do. Ah, hey, oh, just good old Jeb. But but it's gonna be interesting seeing how this all flushes out. I know it's it could potentially be one of the biggest American historical events. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, like this, we are on the precipice. We are watching some of the biggest shit we will ever see in our lives right yeah. now. And I and, and I was telling. Katie Keep this my fingers crossed. Is, I was telling Katie this. We see generational gaps in the kind of uh, the kind of friction that causes between generations Bobby's with baby been boomers. Generational gaps shit. for a minute. But when you look at now, when you have something as huge as coronavirus <laughs> happen, there's going to be a line drawn in the sand, and you're going to have a generation that goes, "You don't, you weren't around during coronavirus. You don't." Sometimes you guys just go into your own fucking aging douchebag world while I'm trying to talk. You're not wrong. <laughs> have I said a word? No, but in you're like six minutes. But you're playing into his bullshit. You're Playing in this bullshit. I don't even remember when I. You're <laughs> not. Fu- if if Sean, when is I your talk, high wearing out, dude. No, no, no. just remember this during my pearls of wisdom when you decide to shit all over it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> There's little asides that we got to be able to throw in for fun. Sean, it's never I, long. I throw in like two sentences, and then you immediately go silent and go like like I just touched your tit and we're Sean, in church. I, like, <laughs> I use generational gaps as a gash reference. It's, it was funny. Did, okay, thanks. Yeah. Oh, so I you so you had I a did. little aside, and then I just argued that there needed to be little asides, and I'm the asshole. See what I, see what happened? And shit. I literally. 
didn't Fuck. say anything. I just I giggled and lowered Katie my head. You, you speak with your face. <laughs> you t- your Stop body face language speaking. and your eyeball language. Quit face speaking. I don't care for it. Um, guys, I, I think that after two hours of recording and one hour of actual recording, yeah, we might need a break I think we we're going to do a sponsor <sighs> right about now. Um, but I, I didn't ju- even get to do my Raiders bit. I'm kidding. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I know. He talked about Raiders being low income and, and no, minorities. That's not what I said. He did. He he basically went on a racist. I just tech. said that so, most of them don't know their dads. That's all. Wow, that was not cool. What? <laughs> Let's, yeah, it's not. It's not wrong. Um, well, we got a we got a new sponsor this week. We so. got a brand new sponsor, which yeah, I'm do. very excited about. I didn't know we were getting into the educational, you know, and, and as international far as indus- and international. We're, yeah. we're we're getting multinational now, guys. I know we're getting some really good fucking press on Good Pub. Thank you. We're huge in that island that's kind of close to Japan. Yeah, uh, Okinawa. Yeah, I think that was it. Okinawa. Yeah, we're Okinawa. huge. Mm-hmm. I hear we're, we're great in Corsica. We're big with a Miyagi family. <laughs> with ah! Madagascar. Okinawa, home of famed swords, sword creator Hattori Hanzo. <gasps> Thank you, sir. Hattori Hanzo. Hattori Hanzo. Hey. You say arigato like we say arigato. Arigato. <laughs> That was Sonny Chiba, dude. Yeah, dipshit. but he was Hattori Hanzo was the name of his character. No, I didn't fucking get that part. <laughs> He's a dipshit. Do you know oh, the, wait, you're just saying. Do you know the guy that explains the joke guy? The, explains the joke guy. I understand Everybody that the people that, that play people in movies have other names. <laughs> <laughs> you big fucking thick tongued bitch. <laughs> and now we're for a sponsor. <laughs> So you've just purchased your first Slovenian wife, but you can't understand a single word that she's saying. Look, there's a lot of language learning software out there, but there's only one system that'll guarantee she can host a White House function without embarrassing your legacy. With Hooked on Flotis, you learn phonetics the Melania way. You know, a lot of like moms and kids, they, they... They are teached how to do it. They, they go over and they say like, oh, we will be killed by gang member. Whether you're in charge of Christmas decorations or just begging for your life, Hooked on Flotus can give your recent purchase just enough verbal skills. Just enough. I'm working like a ass I know Christmas stuff that, you know, who gives a f- about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it, right? But don't take our word for it. Here's a recent graduate, Lev Parnas, to tell his story. As owner of Mafia Rave number 14 nightclub in all Ukraine, many times I deal with Yankee Pig Dog. Now, when Orange Piss Free come in with retard sons, I can now tell things I need, like how much to keep mouth shut or don't get it in her eyeballs. Go to hookedonflotus.com to see plans and pricing. All payments must be made through the Gash Cash app or Eastern Union transfer. Hooked on Flodus, because as we all know, Slovenian women, giant pig horse. (laughs) This more intense and exciting than John Wick 4. Moose and Squirrel.
Busan Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're about to get to some voicemails. And if you, the avid listener, would like to call us to leave us a voicemail, you can call 970-426-5344. What a game? 970-426-5344. I found something out the other day. I what? sent John a text from that number. You guys, if you want, can send us a text message because that's a Google Voice oh, number. Dope. So if you oh, yeah. feel yeah, so if you want to shoot us something quick, ask us a question. You can shoot a text message to that number. Ellie. Yeah, sounds about right. Ellie would just, no, Ellie, please don't She's text me. She's a little me. more verbose. I, I know, if I know Ellie, she would somehow cosmically know when I'm at my most vulnerable and send me something really searing and I would be, take my own No, life. she definitely seems like someone that will cut right to the quick. Hey, hey, hey She'd just look right at me and be like, eyebrows. Hey, and I burst into tears. Hey, penguin anus. <laughs> She's like, it's like John Mulaney. John Mulaney talks about teenagers. I do have lady like hips. Yeah, I do have feminine <laughs> Hey, look at that hot wasted man. He has feminine hips. Yes, feminine but that's the thing I'm sensitive about. <laughs> So you can also hit us up via email at whiskeyreel at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram at whiskeyreel. We have one voicemail. And uh, Bobby, it's your cousin Bobby, actually, reached oh, back my, out oh, to us. Bobby. I miss old cousin yes, Bobby. Yes, that's all I saw. Carol, um, is the cousin Bobby the only voicemail that we have? Hi. Yeah, boys. How are you doing? What um, do you mean, Carol? We're fine. Have you listened to the voicemail yet, boys? No. No, Carol. No, no. That's your job. I'm leaving, boys. I'm not going to deal with this. Hey, baby, it's Saturday. If you want to get out of here, get out of here, bud. I don't know what's happening. Okay, let's listen to the voice. Just make sure you clock out. (laughs) Yeah. She won't. She never clocked. I always have to punch edit. Trying to keep labor tight in the Rona, bitch! Okay. (laughs) Hey, Bobby. It's your cousin, Bobby. Hey, I was just giving you a call. Your uh, Grandpa Joe, uh, our Grandpa Joe, he died yesterday. He died of the swine flu somehow. Yeah, that dumb, dumb died of the swine flu. Don't know how. Anyway, I was really calling to give you my three Halloween candy tips, okay? Tip number one. Here we go. Only buy the full-size candy bars. That's right. Kids only want the full-size Hershey. They want the full-size Kit Kat. Go ahead and give them long Mentos. Even the Mentos. The kids love them. Tip number two. Go ahead and uh, put that needle in the chocolate. You don't even need to melt the chocolate. You just go ahead and slide that needle right into that Hershey bar. The kids will be none the wiser. It's great. All right, tip number three. Canterbury chocolate tastes like colonialism. All right, bye, y'all. Sorry about grandpa Joe. Dude, number one. Okay, lot to unpack. Lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, number one, I think we just, he glossed over Grandpa Joe passing. Yeah, what the fuck? That's we didn't even get uh, this part. That was, I, I'm literally tearing up. I know. I oh, know you are. I know. It's For, fucking, I'm sorry, are you going to be all right? Yeah, could, I think it, I'm going to be okay. It could but be Sean's joint. He didn't, yeah, Bobby, Bobby has a, a weird way of delivering bad news. <laughs> <laughs> with an eye. Yeah. yeah, Bobby with an eye. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that, uh, was, that was distressing. So my grandfather's grandpa. dead. Is that what I'm gathering? Yeah, but he was more, he was more excited about telling me about candy And also tips. somehow Cadbury eggs or some shit? Like no, we're talking Canterbury about? Canterbury chocolate. Oh, yeah. Canterbury chocolate. Tastes like colonial. It, it does. It does. You know, if you've ever had Canterbury... Still tastes better than Cadbury eggs. Fucking A, right? Seriously, God. every time I eat one, I can feel my culture just dissolving away. What are those Kinder, <laughs> what are those kinder things? Kinder, oh, kinder, kinder Buenos and Kinder... Yeah, it's just It's Nutella with some kind of carb. Oh, okay. okay. Pretty much. Sounds gay. I mean... I you remember anything our little things? Nutella sounds you fucking remember our amazing. little like the cheese, the breadsticks with the cheese? It's like oh, that, except dude. it's Nutella with the breadsticks. By the way, oh, yeah. 
Oh, it no, is? that sounds amazing. And then they also have ones where they have like <laughs> Nutella in. inside a wafer and Nutella inside shit. Yeah. That's I mean, just Nutella. I understand that Nutella is very specifically designed for fat women. Yes. <laughs> to think that they're having something healthy um, on their they're sandwich. eating nuts. Yeah. Oh, I'm eating hazelnuts. Yeah. I it's mean, just hazelnuts. there's 400 goddamn grams of sugar. Yeah. In your hazelnuts. Yeah, but it's fat free. Um, but yeah, by all means, you should eat that whole tub. Um, it's organic <laughs> <Hazel>. cane sugar. <laughs> it's organic cane sugar. Thanks, yeah, Rachel. Right. <laughs> um, and you know what? Let's just pull the curtain back. We all know that that's our good friend, the fourth limb of this podcast, John Brown. Mr. John Brown. And the I phantom will be, limb. Let's, let's just tell everybody, that was the third time he tried to get that shit out without laughing. <laughs> so I don't blame I, him, because that shit is so funny. Do, do you guys, you guys want to hear the second yes. one? Because I accidentally deleted the very yes. first one he did, yes. but it's let's pretty much the, the same. Let's hear the, let's hear the first one. One. Hey, Bobby, it's your cousin Bobby down in Tallahassee. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, um, you know, Grandpa Joe, he's dead. He died yesterday. <laughs> um, he died of SARS, which is kind of strange at this time, but he died of SARS. I think you got to kind of be a dumbass to die from SARS, but he's dead. Anyway, I was really calling because I wanted to give you my three Halloween candies yes. Anyway. Okay, here we go. Tip number one. You know, buy these children, buy them the full-size candy bar. They want the full-size Hershey. They want that full-size Kit Kat. You go ahead and buy them the full-size candy bar. That's what the kids want. Okay? All right. Tip number two. When you put the needle in the trophy, <laughs> I can't do it, guys. I love you. <laughs> it seemed like he was going to give up oh and like wasn't going to send us a third one, oh, but he persevered. Was, uh, that was ma- absolute magic, Mr. Brown. Yeah, I kind of like the intro to that one. I like how he mentioned Tallahassee in that one. And the one where he said SARS, he's like, you got to kind of be stupid to die SARS. Anyway, he's dead. I, I, I know it's weird this time oh, to die oh, from man. Sarge. God damn it, John, bro. Um, he's a beautiful man. Thank you, John. Really. We love you. So we're going to dig into our Medea. And, yeah. So and for speaking, media. Speaking of Tyler Perry, so what I have, have you been uh, watching? A friend of ours we've mentioned a couple times, a friend of mine I've mentioned a couple times in this podcast, Stephen Rosenberg. He does two podcasts. The, uh, Sounds motion. like a Jew. He, no, he's not. Uh, or he might be. Shit, I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's a great person, and it doesn't matter what <laughs> his religious bag is. We must kill him now. <laughs> we must kill him now. They say, no, he is Jew. He does not marry. <laughs> he will not marry any family. <laughs> Jews do not like John Wayne. <laughs> Can we call uh, the episode Jews don't like John Wick? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we could. That's bullshit. Bullshit. Everybody loves John Wick. Everybody, everybody loves John Wick. Baba Yaga. People that don't even like violence, they like John Wick. They Wade. like Baba Yaga. He's the most violent person ever. He is not Boogeyman. He's the guy you send to kill the fucking Boogeyman. That's what's even 19 year old girl I show John Wick. Like John Wick. Of course, I do have her strapped in chair. And she's with not even old enough to see traveling pants. No. <laughs> Wait, it is hard to wow. stop. It's, it's hard weird. to not yeah. look at screen tag. with clockwork orange brace in eyeballs. So. I got <laughs> That's how you make wow. women watch things. Wow. They may, he okay. makes him watch masturbate. He makes them watch. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Sean. So you're telling me about an interesting thing that you've been doing in October. Yeah. So my buddy Steven Rosenberg, who has the Motion Picture Meltdown podcast and the Curly right. Mustache the, podcast. The you fucking idiot. Anyway, he, uh, he does this thing called 31 Days of Horror every year, and he posts about a horror movie and features it on his social media. I don't know if he watches them. He'd have to reach out and then shoot me a text, Steven. Tell 
tell me if you watch them each day, but what I wanted to do was watch a horror movie each day for all 31 days of October. And we're two days in, and I've already watched two. Katie and I watched uh, Zombieland 2, Double Tap, because we hadn't seen it since it was in the theaters. That's a fun one. And then uh, yesterday... After you mentioned it, I watched Martyrs because I had not. So I thought I hadn't seen Martyrs and I had, but I hadn't seen like the first five, 10 minutes before she starts wrecking fools at the house. Yeah, man. And I didn't see the end part where homegirl <laughs> uh, uh, spoilers. If you haven't seen it, wait, where, where the, the weird, crazy gypsy bitch shoots herself at the end. <laughs> I missed that part. And I was like, that really ties the whole thing together. But. Jesus Christ, watching Martyrs again. That's one of the most unrelenting horror movies. It's only an hour and 35 minutes, but it seems like two hours, but two hours of just anguish. There's a there's a, there's a a sect of horror called French extremism. Mm. It's actually been dubbed French extremism. A lot of the, lot of the movies, don't, you couldn't even say on YouTube. You can't even say the name of them. And it starts with, it starts with um, fucking, uh, what's the one? The one where she gets raped, there's a really long, exhaustive oh, rape scene. Um, uh, so ir- ir- irreversible. 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 So in the vein of Irreversible, there's been like a lot of fucking movies that have come out subsequently that have been what's considered. Fr- and for whatever reason, France is honed in on this thing that it's like hyper violent, very uncomfortable th- Topically, but um, but very solid narrative and, structure. And, and, exactly, because irreversible it, and, martyrs, and martyrs. If you look at irreversible and martyrs, they have a better story and more shit happening than hostile martyr. Yeah. Well, no, and in the the director is uh, can't think of his name of martyrs, but um, he actually it's the guys that did Silent Hill. He actually he yeah. But what I'm saying is he actually took from Eli Roth. He 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 gives an uh, ode to Eli Roth with Hospital because this was a year or two after Hospital right. came, out. and he this is why Martyrs exist. So it's 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 artists feeding off artists. But um, I'm so glad you watched that again. <sighs> that Dude. is one of my favorite. Now, granted, I can't watch that movie, but once every Dude. two or three years, Dude, I was. It is. Punishing. I found my mouth agape at a certain point, yeah, and man. I felt my eyes, and I was like, if someone looked at me, it would look like I was watching somebody I loved yeah. being tortured. It was. It, it's a very difficult, but well, it's so beautifully and it's, acted, and, I don't, and it's so beautifully shot. The, the French extreme thing kind of came to America like 17 years ago, though, mm. with um, Alexander Aja did uh, How Tension. Oh, yeah. High Tension. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which they kind of re-edited for American yes. viewers or whatever. Right. But there's like three versions you can find. There are, and it's very extreme. It's very violent. It's also weirdly kind of like sexy in a way. Like Cecile de France is actually like a ridiculously yeah. sexy human being she, for some reason. They, the way they shot it was um, almost like a. It was almost like a Calvin Klein cologne ad. Now you were talking about narrative structure. Yes, it's one of the worst narrative structures I've ever seen in which cinema one? fucking history. How tension. Oh, okay. How tension? Okay. Um, literally, nothing in the movie makes any sense whatsoever. Okay. No. And, and uh, unless you just decide not to pay attention. Yeah, and well, I guess well, if you don't pay attention, it's awesome. I guess that's, I wanted that's, to, but that's what the, it was built to do. Yes, and this, it's a nightmare. The specific <clears throat> reason I wanted to say the narrative structure thing for Martyrs is because when I watched Martyrs, at no point did I feel like it was exploitative. Nope. Something about Martyrs is so fu- it's it's so much more horrifying than some gorier movies yeah. that you would call torture porn. I don't want it to be called torture porn. Hostile and some of these other movies could be referred to as torture porn, but like this, I feel like pairs well with 
Midsummer, and I feel like Midsummer took a lot of cues from Martyrs too. It's got I, mm. I saw a lot of, yeah. of similarities. I get that. That's interesting, um, especially with the um, Midsummer. It's definitely stretched out more since that's a three-hour fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, so you basically is. get to see Homegirl slowly slip into madness over the course of three hours. But this one, it happens in like the last thirty minutes. Really, I'm going drug-induced madness. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you watched Martyrs. Um, what are, what were some of the other movies so that you were list, thinking I of I brought doing? the list. In. Yeah, we got the list. I yeah. went through basically what I did was I went through a bunch of those top 10 lists on YouTube and was like, I searched for like top 10 horror movies of the last decade you've never heard of and things like that to try to help build this list. There's a lot of stuff on here I've seen before. And some of it's a review um, for like Katie hasn't seen some of these things. So I wanted her to see them. Then there's stupid shit like the Buffy, the vampire slayer movie from like 1990, because that's just one we liked when we were kids. Um, But there's a lot of cool shit on here. Like antebellum's that new one I haven't seen. Right. I still never, I've never seen Oculus. I've never seen American Mary. That's crazy, man. Uh, I just out of face. Eden, Eden Lake. You've Eden Lake. Seen? I've never seen. That's on there. It follows is it, on there. Ugh, dude, I've never okay. seen it. Follows. It follows was a transcend like in for horror geeks. It follows was a super important movie. Like it, yep. it broke a lot of tropes. It shattered a lot of molds mm-hmm. of what we thought horror could be. It slips easily in and out of time. Mm. Like you don't know when it's being made or why or it anything. It was scary without like it a was, Babadook it, or it, anything. It, yeah. It, it, yeah there, it was scary without a scary, there was no monster. There was no thing. It was this impending sense of doom. Mm-hmm. It falls. Was it was awesome. about dread, right? It yeah. had to be about it was, it dread. Was, you know what? It was that for me, it was the inevitability of death. Really? Yeah. You can either choose to wait for death or you can enjoy your time knowing that okay. it's coming. But that's a, and, but it was a very it was an allegory. It, it, there, it, it wasn't I, it also though an allegory for like how you take your life into your own hands having unprotected sex with people on the yeah, surface level. I think of, that was I think that was le- I surface think level that the was transmission cool. of it was less Because I know important. about the movie. I couldn't have because I'm a horror fan and I know people like you guys, I haven't been able to The transmission stuff about of the, the quote unquote curse was less important in the movie than the actual result. Okay. And like I, people focused on the transference mm. of like how it was transferred, but it was a very, very small part of the movie. Okay. The movie was this sense of like Bobby said, dread. It was this doom that's happening. And do you choose to focus on the day expire or do you choose to focus on all that in between time? Mm. And uh, it, for me, it felt like a true allegory, like uh, for us relating to death. I, and I loved it. I love a lot of the movies that are on here. Eyes without a face, classic. Yeah. Eyes, Lake, beautiful. Eyes without a face was the one that I was like, Devil's how have I never candy, even heard? Yeah, Devil's Candy went so out of, under the radar. Like for people who don't enjoy horror, that was such a weird occult possession, artsy fartsy movie that I absolutely adored. The guy that uh, the guy that's the star of that is the guy that uh, was in um, the Evil Dead remake. Oh, okay, the kid that got the needle in his eye. Yeah, the nerd guy. Yeah, he's the main star of it. Oh, nice! Um, I love he's that kid. great, dude. I forget his name, but he always looks like Lou, whatever his name is. Um, Bobby and I, honestly, like the, one of the first times we ever met, we talked about Cube. Yeah, uh, for whatever reason, we and that Cube one came I, up. Uh, that one I Nat- should have Natale, seen. Sure. Natale Vincenzo. Yes. Dude, one of the most badass directors. Beautiful movies yeah. that nobody's ever seen. And it's a shame. Well, it was 
All of my friends had seen it and and owned it. Like it was something everybody talked about, and somehow it slipped through the cracks. We never watched it all together at like late night. Everybody watched it after the fact. Nobody watched. Oh, when it came out, no, 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 nobody watched. Like most really fun original horror films, it was followed by like three really really shitty sequels. Dick bag sequels. So Natalia Vincenzo also did a film called Cipher. Cipher's dope. Which is that's one of your favorites. um, What is her name? the, Dude, I'm horrible with the that. The cute little don't, Asian don't, from don't. Kill Bill. Um, Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. So, wait. Freckled Asian. The so let's, girl? Let me kind of intro this new part. Exactly. This new segment. <laughs> Since you're starting to throw me ideas, you'll notice on this list that no, I no, only have 25 of them on here. So I have six open spots. All right. And I'm hoping that I can fill some of them by right. you guys telling me what should be on there. And then I want our audience I, I, I want gonna, our audience to send us in some shit and, and suggest some for the last Because I know Katie hasn't seen this, but you have. This list cannot be completed without Exorcist 3. Okay. You th- really? Which you've seen. Are though. you fucking. We watched it. We did a whole podcast about it, dude. dude it's not like I don't. I'm but not has aware Katie of it. seen Exorcist 3? No. This movie scares women more than anything I've ever seen. The director's movie. cut? Or do we watch the crazy yes. cut we watched? Or it, the, it, it, I, think, I think you watch the director's dude, cut. Dude, always watch the director's cut. That's what I say. Uh, always. Well, like not when it goes from the camera third Blade to camera. Runner, eh. Like the third Just Blade saying. Runner cut that's not really a director's cut. So, Bobby, cut. I go Exorcist oh, 3. What do you say? So, um, I tend to go with directors when I go to, like, mm. most genre. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite filmmakers in the horror genre is a guy named Adam Wingard. Okay. Um, and he's made two films in the last six, seven years. So, he's prolific. And they are, yeah, I mean, guy's on it. <laughs> yeah, he's on it. Uh <laughs> His output is unparalleled. Um, but he's made a couple of films. He actually has done a lot of work in the last few yeah. years. He's He does a lot of like short cuts and vignettes for like things like all the VHS movies. He's had a piece of all of those. Oh, nice. Um, Love it. It's the first one did, being fr- – that should be one. He on did that kinda, I've never seen that. He did that kind of mediocre Blair Witch – I don't know the if you call it a one? remake – it's oh, no, the remake. No, no, it's a reboot. No, it came it out like three years ago. It's actually a true sequel, and it it's was a, fucking great. Oh, it's a sequel. And it's just called Blair Witch. It's yeah. called Blair Witch, and it's a true sequel. And it's a and true it's sequel. fucking awesome. Really? I've never seen that either. Um, That's so a this guy, my, I would add two movies to this list. Okay. I don't know which one you would rather have. I'm going to go with your next Okay. Oh, I love your next by Adam Wingard. I think it's I, the truer horror film of the I, two. I saw the next one. Yeah, you're next. The guest is the, the guest. other film that he did. That's it's Better less acted. of a horror film. Way fucking. I mean, that guy that plays the main dude, whoever that is, blonde, beautiful that man beautiful is, dimer. that little fucking peach. <laughs> He's a peacher, <laughs> but he is so but, beautiful. But your next um, is in the style of Strangers. Okay. Okay. Um, very but it's kind of in that, but it's so cute. It's so much cuter than yeah. Strangers. It's so cute. very clever. So it's cute. very winky. It's got a great soundtrack and a weirdly. Okay, so up I'm way. putting both on there. I've got so, ex- so now we've added Exorcist 3, You're Next, and I, The Guest. I think, honestly, V, like, he spoke We have one of, spot he, left he for you guys v. and yeah, yeah. two for the audience. I think, I, I think, honestly, if you've never seen it, the first VHS. Okay. You sure? That's a lot of Wingard, though. So it why don't we matter. take the guest off and do all right, VHS? All right, all right, all right. Yeah? Then let's you do think of the okay. two. I prefer the guest, but it's less of a horror film. Yes, it is. It's more of a thriller. All right. I think VHS yes. as a standalone The is guest is an 80s style thriller. So it's fun. like yeah. bad influence. Yeah, it's oh, like bad. Okay. It's like the 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 what is a oh and the finale attractiony. Oh, okay. Almost. Oh, and it's got the hot blonde chick from It Follows. Who who yeah, is she? She's, she's a bangaroo. 
Why isn't name's, she a part of my life? Phyllis Bangaroo. God. Jesus. VHS, though, is mm-hmm. so wonderfully I think awesome. I started it and I passed out, not because it was not engaging, Dude, it's just because it was late they, night or something. They and literally I spun that up. into a full length called The Siren, the Siren, based on one of the short stories. Which might have been really. Wingards. I don't remember. But I, 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 don't, I don't know what I, Dude, that was the best vignette in well, the, and it's the cool, because it VHS beautiful. And VHS is essentially like, why do one found footage movie? Because I know about it. When you can do essentially a horror anthology that has something that holds it all together. about found footage doing found footage. Wow, and it's all but it's all connected <laughs> it's in one really story. Cute. It's all connected it's in one story. Super cute. Um, um, do, are you familiar with Fetty Alvarez? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have one of his movies. I so think. you probably saw uh, the Evil Dead remake. Yes, which I which adore. was actually a sequel. Which, by the way, let's put it on record. I'm going to go down. I was talking about this yesterday with Rex. I'm going to go down and say I like the remake better than the original. I do too. The very the very first original? Yes. yes. I don't like it as much as Evil Dead 2, but I like it Agreed. As, I, better than Evil Dead. I'm going to say Evil Dead remake is better yes. than the original. And how many of those exist? 100%. How many remakes are better? Uh, but not you've already many. seen that one. Okay. Um, many times. Fetty has a visual style in Evil Dead that I, I've never seen before. Like the it's scenes so when weird. she's turning into it's so dark. a fucking dead eye. It's so dark. It's so fucking dark and trippy, oh. and the way the camera moves. So and it scary. literally scared the shit it's out of me. frightening. And what they do with the needle. I'm going to watch that tonight. So he did another movie called Don't Breathe. <gasps> Ooh. You've never seen Don't Breathe? Mm-hmm. So that's. Uh, but it's it, is that a horror movie, though? Yes. Really? <laughs> I don't know. That it 100 felt, fucking it, it percent. That's more, a horror movie. It felt more thriller. There was a lot of. There was a lot of moments, but I know yes. why you call it a horror. It's a horror. But it's not a true horror movie. It literally I'm has sorry, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre scene in it. It's just it's done with a turkey baster. I, 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 yeah. Are you ruining yeah, I know what you're saying. No, he's not. Okay. You have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> what's it called again? I'm going to say. It's a horror movie. I'm going to give Bobby the thumbs up on that. I'm going to call it a hyper thriller. Turn the key. With a small fucking horror element. Turn your key. Yeah, man. <laughs> what's it called again? Don't, don't breathe. breathe. Don't breathe. Sounds it, like a horror movie. Is it well acted? Is it well oh. written? It does it have some of the dude? Do you know who's in it? Stephen what, Lane. What's homeboy? Stephen Lane. Stephen Lane is the who's anta- Stephen Lane? antagonist. Uh, He's Avatar. A, Old Avatar, guy from Avatar. Avatar general guy. Oh, that, that guy's dude. a fucking he's amazing a, character actor. Dude, he's you a haven't seen beast. shit. He, yeah, dude. The shit that you're about to see is okay, next word. So save yeah, the last two spots yeah, the last for the two. listeners. So listeners, either yeah. shoot me a text like or call list. us at 970-426-5344. You can leave us uh, the, your suggestions in a voicemail or shoot a text or and email don't us. don't be stupid and don't go, oh, you should watch... You know, honestly, fucking, and if it's like a horror classic, we've seen it a million times. Like, yeah, don't. I, I and, want and, obscure. And if it's a, yeah, and if it's a sequel to any of the slasher oh, movies, I've seen them all. By like, the way, and I'm going to throw this on the list because I have to, and I know you don't. I know there's only 31 days, and we've never talked about this movie. Potentially the best horror movie that has come out in the last. 15 years Ooh. we've never talked about and I'm gonna See, go on I have a very strong opinion about what that is already. listen to okay. me listen to me it's a fucking two and a half hour movie and it is universally regarded as the best horror movie made internationally number one but potentially the best horror movie I've ever seen okay I'm going that Shining is my number one okay this movie is going to be in the top five of my all time, and it's called The Wailing. The Wailing. I've it heard is that mentioned Korean in those. Movie. Yeah. It, has, it has everything. It has blind midgets. It has Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> it has. No, you, it, you answered all my questions it has, already. It's, 
the best Korean horror movie ever made. And then, that's saying a lot. By far. They know they're fucking by horror. By far. So the it's best horror movie. Do you consider Train to Busan a horror film? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And I would say that this is better than Train to Busan. Oof. I'm going to put that on. And you know me. You know I love my Busans. All right. Uh, the the I'm Wailing. Gonna, I'm going to put you on the record on the that. The Wailing. Okay. And, the and Wailing has gone. This thing is two hours. This is a Peter Jackson come movie. Come get yeah. me. It's come, two hours and 45 gentlemen, minutes. Gentlemen, come get me. Come get me. This is this. wait. This is you have no, no idea what's so about to happen. So this is now on the alternate list. If one of these movies breaks an ankle or injures itself or shatters its fucking fibula, yeah, or gets coronavirus. Like I'm Cam telling Newton. you, The Wailing is number one on my list. I only throw out Exorcist three because I think it's essential learning for every horror fan because it's been bitten so many times. It has the camera shots have been bitten. The concepts been bitten. Well, so and many it's times. a travesty that it because it did kind of fly under the radar and it's not really considered as good as it's actually is. Three words. George C. Scott. Yeah, dude. Son. Patton himself. Well, Fuck off. I would love to tell you that I'm going to go home and watch The Wailing tonight, but You're I not. live with Mikey Walnuts. You're going to live The and Wailing. And that guy shuts the fuck up exactly never. Uh, <laughs> oh, have you met Mr. Nuts? <laughs> Mr. Nuts can well, talk. By the way, Izzy grew up. I love him. Izzy grew up calling him Uncle Nuts. Uncle Nuts? Yeah. I'll Which is that. maybe the best... I'm going to call him Uncle Nuts. Uncle Nuts. Yeah. Uncle Nuts. Bro. In fact, I'll text, I'll text Ethan and let him know that's what he's from now on. Uncle Nuts. Uncle Nuts. Uncle Nuts. Uncle Nuts. <laughs> Naked pizza basement. <laughs> <laughs> You're dropping your arms and you cry. <laughs> Uh, so we are running out of time here. We so are. let's try Jesus. to get into this. All right, what have you guys been listening to? So I wanted to feature a song. Our buddy Iron Slaughter Bustos. Bustos. Uh, he has been featured on a track by a guy named Anthem. Uh, another guy in the Bay Area. It's available on iTunes. Did Anthem know he spelled it wrong? Yeah, he spelled it like that right, on purpose. Right, yeah, know. and he also know. spelled the know. wrong. He also spelled the with an A instead of an E. Oh shit! I miss it. Yeah, at least it's not the Anthem, and then I would have not downloaded it just off of That's that. Horrifying. If it said the Anthem, but it's the Anthem. Um, the song is called Murderous Status. And it kind of has a horror movie theme to it. In fact, it's like fat with a pH. Bustos texted me the link to this and said, I want you to tell me how many horror movie titles you can pull out of All my right, verse. Let's go. So you're going to write, these guys let's are going to write down. Bustos, you get a Challenge whole accepted. segment of this episode Challenge dedicated to trying to accepted. pull all of the horror movie titles. Let's go, bitch. Ready? Go.
in the valley of the stars, no applause, flow Kevorkian from beyond the space and time, span no coordinates, orbit in the sun, God, possession of one lie, gravitate like Ungbach, one shot, let the gun pop, well, in a motel in hell and keep it unlocked, a changeling afraid to dream, I ran rough shot, through next chapters of Tenebrae with one thought, love rot, hell hot, write it down, nothing pot, operatic stages, watch video drum develop plot, long live the new flesh, wolf and be scared of God, season of the witch quick, slit wrist with tarot cards, girl with the dragon tattoo, will wear the scars, creeping in the silence, in between where air meet court, monster in the dark, step in the light, and bear the mark, bear the One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And that's because I can't write fast enough. Like no, because they just kept firing If I off. went back, if I went back, I'd do it. Number one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Valley of the Dolls. Valley of the Dolls. Oh, Dolls. He, he referenced Kevorkian. Yep. Yeah. Um, Ongbach, which, which is not a, a horror one. movie. But I know, but still. Changeling, Videodrome. Um, Hell High. S- Hell High. Videodrome. Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. Girl Halloween with the Dragon movie. Tattoo. Yep. And, and, uh, which isn't a horror movie either, but I was yep. just... I uh, just It's of, arguably... It's a thriller. It's, it's a, thriller, a thriller, which you can watch... But I guarantee you, if I listen back on that, I probably missed two or three. But I can't write fast enough, you cunt. I know. <laughs> Can you stop fucking kicking shit so quickly? Uh-huh. Although, great verse, man. And that track was That's fucking dope. monster. That track's really good. Uh, thank you, DJ Premier. <laughs> we get our DJ Premier shout out. God, everybody inspires everybody. DJ Premier. Everyone shout inspires out. everyone. Everyone yeah, inspires but, everyone. But that's if you're going to be inspired by somebody, like as a director, you want to bite off Hitchcock. Yeah. As an as a yeah. as a fucking producer, yes. Be like Primo. <laughs> of course. Be like Primo. That would be the best. I'm and just and that could be one of those things where you're like, you finish the crack and you're like, you don't even realize you're fucking primoing. No, you know what I mean. That's what's up. Like, and next thing you know, you're in the middle like, of a primo track, right? This is and, I just did a primo, primo track. Is this. It's the boom bap mixed with yep. the cut in Bam. little fucking. It's a it's a it's the cut in little fucking and the scratch uh, DJ. Yeah, shit. it's a measure from another MC <laughs> with the whack whack. My status is a baddest. Yeah, that's primo. And then he comes back in with the boom bap. Murderous that's, status. I'm the motherfucking rhyming that's apparatus, what's up. which that's what's I've up. had stuck in my head for like a month now. Bustos, dude, good shit, brother. Great and and the anthem, the anthem. Yep. So go, you can go to like iTunes that. and pick up that track, or you can just search for the anthem online, and I'm sure you'll find it. It's dope. Buy that shit. Why don't you mix in a couple more references, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Bobby, what song have you brought for us? Are we well, going on a hip hop track here? Are we yeah, still doing hip hop? We're, we're doing a little. I mean, it's Aaron and I, so we have a tendency to, mm-hmm. to do this sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Um, when it's not Haim or uh, Slater Kenny or Meg Myers, which you appreciate, life. by the way. You're still I in love, love with her. Dude, I follow her now. I want to buy her a house <laughs> so hard. Uh, you will house her so hard. Buy you a house so hard. I want to I buy her a you trailer. In, you I got a down payment for you, bitch. <laughs> you in, invite so many wooks into her house while she's on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried to convince a girl to sleep with you in a pile of cat hair? <laughs> It's just a beanbag chair. It's not the easiest thing it's in the world. It's just a beanbag chair, man. What like, if you introduce if you can, us to your new girlfriend and it's a pile of cat hair? When I was, <laughs> that would be the funniest fucking bit. Before we ever. get into Public Enemy, um, Ooh, when I was son. when I was about 25, 26 years old, 
I met this girl that was a dancer. She was like a dance student. Red flag. Down at a <laughs> different kind of dancer. Oh, okay. Uh, more of an interpretive-y, dance, jazzy kind of ballet of type flag. of chick. This girl was like just amazing. Like okay. one of the best bodies you'd ever see. She had a little pixie 90s haircut, the whole oh. fucking thing. You know what I mean? I got so you. I asked her out, took her out to dinner. We had a great time. Everything was cool. She's like, do you want to come back to my place? I'm like... Fucking, I want to come back to your place. That sounds amazing. That was back when in my 20s, but I didn't do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so we go back to her place. Unlike now, yeah. is that what you're alluding was, to? That's what I'm alluding to. Yeah. So she lived on Southside River Road in Aztec, New Mexico. Sounds fucking janky. Janky as fuck, homie. <laughs> okay. And it gets worse. Say. We get down there. <laughs> Because this is all the way from Farmington. You got to go like Charmingdale. Yeah. You got to go like the back way. Yes. You got to know how to get there. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm going the back way tonight. It's worth oh, it. Oh, shit. Oh, it's going to be amazing. We're also going to go the back way. So we get to her place and we're, we start making out and everything. And then I'm, I could literally feel my orifices start to close up. <laughs> Because her place was so full of cat hair, dude. And I'm just looking around. I'm like, there's fucking cat hair everywhere. Like clumps and shit. Everywhere. And I'm like already floating in the air and shit. You know me, I only wear black. So like, it's slimming. (laughs) Thanks, Johnny Gash. You know what I mean? Johnny Johnny Gash. Gash! I'm adding it to the list. No, add that to the list. Actually, I like that one. Uh, I know you do. Yeah, I kind of dig that one. Um, And this girl was cute. Her name was Emily. She was smart. Never trusted Emily, by the way. I mean, she looked like Emily Blunt in that smart. dancer movie. They're always smart. Emily's are smart, but they're always an issue. <sighs> well, she had a cat, and <laughs> I stood up, and I was like, you know what? I can't. I can't oh do it. I, I can't do it. I, I, I want to do it. I still have a vision. <laughs> I want to do it, but I can't do it, Emily. I, I still have a vision of me <laughs> coming to brunch, and in the chair next to you is a bag of cat hair <laughs> that you introduce as your girlfriend, and we have to play along. It's like Bobby and the cat hair girl. Like, yeah, this is Emily. This is Emily. This is Emily. And she weighs just a 16 bag pounds. Of cat hair. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh He's just shoveling spoonfuls of croak into, oh, the, no, into no, the hair. So no, but you have to send it back for her. Like when the drinks are wrong, you're like, no, oh my God, I'm so this sorry. This is not sweetheart. what Emily asked for. This is not a mimosa. I have to ask you something. She is likes this, ice in her mimosa. Is this Jose <laughs> Benediction gluten free? Because Emily has a gluten allergy. Is this, She's water, really is this water gluten free? <laughs> uh, so, Bobby, let's get into your songs from Public Enemy, you said. PE, son. Um, in the words of our dearly departed, I forgot his name. Who? I. Uh, Public the, Enema? The dad that lived across the street from the house party. Uh, oh, Public Enema. John, uh, yeah, what was his name? What was his name? Was it John Witherspoon? He was in fucking... The guy yeah, Witherspoon. Friday? Witherspoon. Yeah. The guy was the dad in Friday. Yeah, and he was the dad yeah. from Boomerang. Yeah. He was the dad in every black movie. Yeah. He's got mushrooms on the he's inside He's the grandpa of his in Boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the yeah. dad. Have you ever seen a movie? He was the black dad in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. God damn you. <laughs> uh, um, Public Enema. Came out. Well, they're coming out with a new album, which is weird. No, it came out already. No, it already um, came out. It, it dropped. Yeah. Um, so this is one of the tracks that he brought on to people that I thought we were never going to hear on really? any songs anymore. Right. Ad Rock and Mike D. Yeah. Oh, and also a young man by the name of Run. Never heard Run of him. Run. Never Run. He heard was of in him. some sort of group. Never heard of I him. I know him from his TLC show. Can I be honest with you about this, track? It's not good. It's not good. The, the one thing that stands out in this track for me, which was curious that when you picked, and I know why you picked it, just yeah. because it has all of our yes. heroes. I get it. Um, 
this this track was one of the first tracks that did like um Gangstar had on its first album, No More Mr. Nice Guy, it had this shit um, that had this weird siren that went through the whole song. And it was very disruptive. And we were all like, um, it's, it, I think it's Meaning of a Name, I think it's called. Something like that. But it had this, yeah. this big wee yep. through the whole song. This was one of the first uh, songs I've ever heard to have this like really incessant tone that it yep. just goes through the whole song. And when it came out, wasn't my favorite. I was I was very curious as as why they picked well, this one. Do you not, know what I'm saying? It's not terribly uncommon with old Public Enemy tracks. No, Terminator X. Terminator was, X. Well, he was a siren was, DJ. This was Shockley. He was this sirens. was the Shockleys. This was the Bomb Squad. But you know what I'm talking it. about. Like he yeah. he dropped those tones no, into absolutely. a lot of and shit. Dude, drones. Listen, the rhythm, the rebel. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So we're oh, it's like four where, minutes of a fucking tone going off. Where in the song should I jump into? Because I mean, we have I wanna hear, we have thirty seconds. So. I love the intro. I, I love the it's intro. Mike D and Ad Rock going back and forth about when they first heard people. after yeah. after Flava. Well, the intro is great because yeah, it is. It's just it's just Ad Rock and Mike D talking. Publicly. It is. It's and, great. And, it's really and cool. we can't just to highlight the song itself. We can't play that um, after the Flavor Flav intro, which awesome. is a. Fucking minute, yeah, yeah. But then then Flav kicks a verse, and then he and kicks a verse. It's not the worst verse, and he's it's not the worst he's ever done. But um, Chuck's at the end. Chuck's at the very end. Yeah, which is kind of um, which is a teaser. But yeah, the B boys are kind of in the middle of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, the boys beastie, that's where I yeah, the boys beastie. That's where I kind of okay. Yeah, let's jump in there. <laughs> From the tippy tippy top, never taking the L. Nobody rocks so hot so well. Like the rugged D, the man you see. Rocking to the rhythm of the short shot beat. Say one for the treble, two for the bass. Rhyme for the mind, shine on your face. Three for the rain and four for the two. Five, cause I'm live and straight from the crew. Six for my gear, nah, I ain't no stylist. Got my whole swag from two fifth and hollers. Run got the wisdom, D got the knowledge. Straight from the dome, air tight and polished. And by the way, the beast. Beastie Boys lyrics were Skyped in. They yeah, were. Yeah, that's crazy. They it, were. The audio yeah, quality this is all is like hot socially dish. It doesn't sound. They, and they filtered shit. it out just so you can I make know, it sound like. I know. A, they wanted to make it sound like Check Your Head. You could tell. Filtery. Yeah, yeah. But they filtered it out, but it didn't, didn't work. work. But no, it didn't. That Chuck so. D drop though is yeah badass. That's, dude. that's yeah. a banger. Check that's out. A banger He's so fucking. The album does have a handful of clunkers on it when I listen to it. Yeah, but they did. But there's a lot of good shit on They did a remix of Fight the Power with Nas and YG. That is. They haven't done a full album that was worth. The shit uh, in twenty five fucking years. And I mean, by the way, like, the, last, the, last, yeah. the last good album was It Takes a Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Or, or no, no, Fear no, of no, Black no. Planet. Fear, Fear of Black Wait, Planet. that was oh shit, that was there. Okay. Fear, yeah, but I honestly I mean, all, it, I mean it, those it's the it's the trilogy. It's the trilogy. It's, trilogy. it's yeah. It's fucking ninety one. It's Apocalypse ninety one. It's fucking Fear of Black Planet. Before that, Yo Brum Rush show. Yo Brum Rush is like that was an EP. But yeah, that was I, was our first I wouldn't include exposure. that in the trilogy, though. So we are going to do something different with our Clutch Our Pearls of Wisdom. It's going to be called Clutch Our Pearls of Wisdom Lightning Round. You have five seconds. You have five seconds to get out your Pearls of Wisdom. So we'll sit here and we'll wait for a little bit. And you have to get your Pearl of Wisdom out in less than five seconds. Now let's listen to one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five okay. Mississippi. All right, this is interesting. As long as you can talk like me, this you can get a lot of bullshit out at <laughs> amount of time. Yeah, you usually do get a lot of bullshit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go. You get to go first, drunkie. Why? I'm not. I'll go first. Man, stop it. <laughs> I don't. You like want to go that. first? I don't like that. I don't care. Drop the fucking needle. I'll go. All right. You ready? 
I'm ready. I'm ready. Right, hold on. First, Let me grab, I'm grabbing my. Throw the track down, homie. I'm grabbing my uh, stopwatch here. Okay, you ready? Uh, one, two, three, go. Don't text mean shit to bitches you want to have sex with. 3.64 seconds. Well done, Bobby. <laughs> Pearl of Wisdom dropped. Aaron. Are we ready? ready? Lightning round. And one, two, three, go. I can make fun of people that suck really bad. <laughs> 4.08 seconds. Well I like done. It. I like it. Well hey, done. can we beep out when I said bitches? No. No, no okay. No, we can't. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's, we that's, are, uh, it's no, too, that's tight of a, that's we, too tight of an edit. No, I know. It's We're fine. unwoke here at the Whiskey Rail. It's fair. Unwoke. Someone's got to do my timer for right, me here. Ready? Ready? One, two, three, go. Raiders fans don't know their fathers and Primus sucks. <laughs> You actually won. 2.6. 2.6. <laughs> so to end, let's keep throwing out things that go after Bobby's thing, and we can each just throw some out there. So I'm going to say, uh, hooked on flotis. Now her mouth only mush after I punch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. It's so aggressive. Wait, Sorry, domestic back. violence is our favorite thing That's to joke about lately. <laughs> She, James Hetfield wife. Yes, yes, somehow. <laughs> Hooked on Flodus because everyone need to know the subtitles to John Wick. <laughs> I don't know. Hooked on Flodus rhymes with scrotus. Is balls. Is balls. Is balls. Is balls. Is balls. Is balls. Hooked on Flodus, because as we all know, Slovenian women, giant pig horse. <laughs> <laughs>